The next million years, a brilliant insight into the future and a revealing forecast of things to come by Charles Galton Darwin. Preface When anyone starts to write on a subject at which he has not hitherto worked professionally, his proper procedure should be to set out on a long course of reading with careful preparatory annotations of all he has read. Such a course on a tremendous subject like the present one might easily take ten years. At the time when I determined to write this essay, I was already over 61, and it is safe to say that it would never have been written if I had adopted this policy. Since I very much wanted to write it, the only alternative seemed to be to give up the idea of elaborate preparatory reading and to make use from memory of a very considerable amount of unsystematic reading and thinking on the subject. A book written in this way can, of course, make no claim to the sort of authority that might be given to one which was based on exhaustive preliminary studies. I fear that the absence of references will give some inconvenience to my readers. I might be able to quote some of the references, but many of them I could not, and some of these among the most important, so that justice would not be done to the subject by only citing the sources I could recall accurately. In the same way, I have gathered a good many of my ideas from conversations and discussions, in only some of which I could name my informants, so that there again it is juster to name none of them. In view of these doubts about the sources of my knowledge, it would not be proper for me to claim any originality in the views I express. I believe that some of them are original, but even with regard to these, I shall not be at all surprised if it turns out that I have been anticipated. I have realized to the full the dangers to which I am exposing myself in foregoing the elaborate preliminary studies which the subject demands, but from my experience in other subjects I am encouraged to think that little harm will be done by it. The spirit of criticism is much commoner in the world than the spirit of invention, and progress has often been delayed by authors who have refused to publish their conclusions until they feel they had reached a pitch of certainty that was in fact unattainable. Progress in knowledge is more rapidly made by taking the chance of a certain number of errors, since both friends and enemies are only too pleased to exert their critical faculties in pointing out the errors so they are soon corrected and little harm is done. Nevertheless, I have taken all possible precautions so as not to make mistakes. I have tried to avoid, avoid errors, both of principle and in the examples which I cite, by getting comments from various friends who are well-versed in the different branches of the subject, and I have certainly been saved from a good many errors in this way. Lest they should be thought responsible for opinions they may not share, I will preserve their anonymity. 
but I would take this opportunity to thank them for the great help they have given me. In composing the essay, I have had the difficult task of deciding the degree of knowledge that I might assume in my readers. It has seemed to me wise to err, if anything, on the side of explaining too much rather than too little. I had therefore better apologize in advance if some readers consider I have wasted their time by explaining in too much detail things with which they are were already familiar. End of preface.